You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 141. All right, you guys, what is up? I feel like it's been kind of a hot minute. This whole year, 2020, 2021, pandemics, like I just had no idea they would take such a toll on life and business as an event planner and as an entrepreneur in general. Nod your head with me if you're like, yes, girl, yes. Um, I am so happy to be back behind my microphone today talking to you about one of my favorite things, event planning. And today I want to talk about how to write an event proposal. And I think when you're first starting out as an event planner, writing a proposal, getting this skill honed and set is one of the most impactful things you will do for your business. Because the event proposal is the first reflection that your client sees of you. And they see how you value yourself, how you value your time and how you're going to position this event to match the needs of your client, the fit their budget. And it really should be unique and should be something that speaks to your talent and speaks to what you can do for them as an event planner. So let's dive into what you need to do before you start. And the first step is to obviously meet with your prospective client, either do a meeting or discovery call to discuss what they have in mind for the event and what the purpose is, how many guests are going to have, what the budget is. And a good question to ask is like, what are they hoping to accomplish? What does a successful event look like to them? In addition to adding the date and the time and any other notes regarding the theme, catering, overall aesthetic colors, ambiance, These are all things that you're going to put together in this proposal so that they can really start to see the vision of their event coming together. And then you want to basically convince them that you are the perfect person to help them accomplish this goal. When you're getting started, it really needs to be something that you put a lot of thought and time into. I remember when I first started doing events, people that were my friends or neighbors or people in my community would ask me to do an event. And it was almost like a handshake deal where they're like, hey, I'm doing a party. Will you help? And I'd say, sure. And then I'd start going and working and we'd never really set a price or we'd never really set like compensation or how much the budget was. And there were a lot of times, you guys, that I ended up working for free or that I ended up paying out of my own pocket to do events. And I guess I justified it back then like, well, I, you know, I don't have an experience, so this is good experience for me. And the truth is no event planner, no one working on someone else's event should be working for free. That is why I'm so incredibly passionate about the Party Planner Academy because It is full of resources and lessons and tools that give event planners actual business strategies and systems so that they don't have to work for free. They don't have to go through the pain and the struggle and the challenges that I went through initially. And you can basically start working as an event planner who's been seasoned for 10 years because you're using all of my templates and methods and systems right away, right off the bat. And so it really is an investment that you make in yourself that helps you level up as an event planner. So you're not struggling and feeling like, because you don't know that the clients are leading the, you know, discussions on money and how much you are worth. So I want you to know that like each client is going to be a little different, but the secret to a really great event proposal is obviously having a good template. I think depending on your colors for your brand, your business card, and your overall social media, having the branding on point and having these templates that are pre-branded with your logo, with slots to enter the date, the time, the client's name, all of that, 
really helped this go so much faster. I think the first time I put together a proposal, it took me something like 10 hours. And now when I put one together, I'm talking about less than 30 minutes because I've done them so much. I kind of know, you know, the ballpark of what I'm going to need. And I have like a high middle and low proposal template that I can use based on what kind of project I'm doing. So you want to make sure you're being very conscientious of saving those proposal names in a template name that you can remember and refer back to. So you're not recreating that work because this is still time creating this proposal is still time that you're spending on this person's event, even before you've really begun putting it together for them. This is the very first step. So the first thing you want to do is make sure you're introducing yourself and the project. You're going to say, okay, this is a wedding for Sally and Bob and their wedding is going to be this day. It's going to have a brief description about who you are and your event planning business and make sure that you have specifics about how long you've been in business. Sometimes this is like a little cover letter that just talks about how excited you are to work with them. And you kind of throw in some bits of your backstory and your background and your qualifications. And it kind of just adds a nice little, you know, story and qualifications about you and your credentials before they start to look at the rest. Now, Sometimes they would have already been given this. You could do this like when they request the initial meeting, you could say, thank you so much for requesting meeting. Here's like a get to know me letter. I'm excited to get to know you. And you can do some of this on the discovery call or at that initial meeting where you don't have to send them this massive booklet of 20 pages that they have to go through um, because they're probably shopping around for event planners and you're not the only one. And so you want to make it concise and give them the information they need without it being, you know, a book of 10 chapters on your life, right? The next thing is you want to write an attractive event description. So in addition to taking their feedback and their thoughts, you're going to summarize the actual event, including details discussed during the meeting. So any goals of the event, any of the general time frame, the date, obviously number of guests, possible venue, I would add the budget in here and that they're trying to, you know, hit these specific goals, or if they don't have a budget or they don't have um, you know, numbers because they don't understand. That could be something that you're putting together. And again, when I'm putting this together, sometimes I'll give them like a, a high, medium, and low option depending on what they want. And everything can be bigger. Everything can be smaller. So if you're doing a wedding and you're saying, okay, my wedding budget for flowers is $1,000, but they want a $250 bouquet for themselves, you're like, okay, you know, that's fine. But then what are we going to put on the tables and at the on this, on the food tables or how are we going to do flowers for the cake or these garlands that you want to do, just kind of giving them more of a realistic expectation of what things cost is really helpful. And again, your vendor list is going to be so crucial to helping you with this because they are going to help negotiate and say, okay, it looks like this picture has premium flowers that are very rare and very, you know, like hard to get a hold of. And they're just more expensive to ship. We could use, for example, Instead of using a whole bouquet of ranunculus, we could use some roses in there and we could tie in some other things to help lift the cost. And so you're getting the look that you want, but for the budget and the price that you want as well. That is part of what an, a good event planner does is they help their clients kind of figure out that middle ground. Um, and of course, it's always so fun when you have a client who's like, oh, the sky's the limit. Our budget's $100,000, you know? Um, where you're like, okay, cool. Like you don't have to be held back. Just making sure it's, you know, as grand as they want. Right. But most of the time the 
the majority of your clients are going to be on a budget. The majority of your clients are going to be needing some guidance from you. Next is going to be listing all of the services that you provide. This section is really important, you guys, because the client needs to know specifically what you will provide for them at this event. There's always a lot of confusion about like, does your fee include the cost of decor? Does it include the cost of everything? And you will be so surprised that when somebody sits down and they have this $20,000 plan for their wedding, that they're not you know, considering how much the event planner costs, there's an additional cost for that. And so it's important to make sure that you are very clear and that you have a checklist with bulleted points showing the different services that are included. And, and that could be things like day of coordination, prepping, you know, coordinating all the vendors, all of that stuff, helping with setup meetings. It really works well for smaller functions such as like bridal showers or celebratory dinners that are easy for them to see what you're going to do for larger events with multiple functions, like a cocktail hour luncheon before a wedding, you're going to want to create different sections because it really is going to showcase all the work that you're doing. And it's important to, again, make it very clear exactly what you're offering to your client so that they're not confused. And also so that they see the value. They're like, wow, I didn't realize that you as the event planner would be doing all of that. And you're like, yes, and that's why you're getting me for a steal, right? And that's why I'm going to take such great care of you and make sure that you can show up and enjoy all the aspects of this event with no stress on your part. Just come and enjoy the party. That is kind of my MO as the event planner. I just really want my clients to feel like they are being you know, treated like royalty and that they get to show up as the guest of honor at their event instead of feeling frazzled and like that they are, you know, trying to do it on a budget, even if they are on a budget, I want to make it so that the vendors I use, the people I bring are helping to ease that stress on not only the people whose event it is, but the friends and family and guests as well. So the next thing is showing previous work. I feel like this is so important if you're going with, you know, anyone who's never seen your work before, it's very hard to convince them. Like I can do that. And they're like, what, what have you done? Can you show me a portfolio? You're like, no, but just trust me. I mean, would you trust somebody that said that to you? It's so important, especially nowadays with social media, my friends, there is no reason why you are not posting your events online or on your social media. You have to do this. It's so incredibly important. Not only will people discover you if you're using tools like hashtags and making yourself known as an event planner, but again, it gives visual visual representations so that the client can see what you can actually do. And it's a really great reassurance that the, the, the styles of both of you match and that you can do multiple things and you have a lot of different layers to your talent as an event planner. And then it gives them something to compare against what other events look like or what other people are presenting. And again, you can always, if you're newer, you can always use something like Pinterest as a guide, but still making sure that you are taking photos and getting those mock-ups ready and put together so that you can truly deliver what you promise you will. And then again, making sure that your clients have a realistic expectation of what they find online versus what their budget is versus what your capabilities and talents are and making it all kind of gel together and go together seamlessly so that it feels like the event that they dreamt of and that they wanted. Next is incorporating the monetary information throughout. So while your client may be reading your proposal and taking all the details and all of the images and like the vision, the mindset usually shifts when they get to the section that is the budget. Anytime we start to talk about money, you want to make sure that 
you have really sold the value of what you bring and the value of what you can do because you don't want the process coming to an abrupt halt all of a sudden when they're like, whoa, the sticker shock, like this is crazy. This is insane. Like we had no idea. You should be talking to them and talking about budget from the beginning. If you cannot get your client to tell you their budget or what they think it's going to cost, you're going to have a really hard time when you go to write your proposal if that was never brought up. And it's one of the biggest things I teach in my proposal writing course is how to fluidly talk about the monetary piece of event planning and what their budget is and what their expectation is. Because when you have things like proposed costs in your budget, you know, my goal in that section is to save my clients money, but I'm trying to kind of gear them up for what they can expect because it's really hard when you're doing an event and then they're like, oh, we should add this or, oh, we should add that or we should make this change or I don't like this. I changed my mind. That is part of event planning sometimes. And those dream clients who are just like, you do it. Here's the budget. Here's the vision. Those are kind of far and few between. Most people are very involved in their events and they have an opinion and they want to share their their vision and they want to feel in charge of it, especially with, again, tools like Pinterest. Like We all feel like we can curate and design and bringing it all together and really tying it together is your job as the event professional and it makes all the difference. So help your clients see the proposal as a series of steps and each with different services and related costs. And then again, don't let them talk you in or out of what you're willing to provide. Give them the detailed list and they can make it a la carte or you can teach them ways like we talked about earlier to maybe save costs. But at the end of the day, really what you're selling is your talent. I hate when people say, well, how many hours do you think this is going to take you? I'm like, you're not paying for my time. You're paying for my talent. I've been doing this for 10 plus years. So how I'm going to put something together, how long it takes me, it doesn't take me the same amount of time that it took me 10 years ago because I'm more talented now and I'm more connected now. And I have all of the resources that I've been building for 10 years. So you're paying for that. If you want a brand new event planner, who is going to take twice as long and maybe deliver what you want, then you should go in a different direction. And every time they're like, oh, no, 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 we definitely want you. I'm like, awesome. I would be so happy to work with you, right? So I just wanted to let you know that when your proposal is all done, to make sure to thank them for even considering you. Thank you for meeting with me. Thank you for asking me to take the time to do this. It's really important that you provide contact information with your website and your phone number, email address, so that they can get back to you. But I always suggest giving them the proposal and making sure that you can either be in person or over the phone when you go to talk about it to present it. It is one of the best ways and tips I have for closing the sale, being able to ask those questions right there with them and say, now what, you know, what else can I do? What else would make you feel more comfortable with before moving on to the next section and really holding their hand through the process and having them feel like you're a part of it instead of just throwing a proposal, like, here you go, contact me, you know? Um, and if they, if they just take it and they want to think about it still always set up a follow-up time say, okay, I'll follow back with you. I'll follow up with you in 48 hours and let you and see kind of where things are at. Or if you had some other thoughts, just so that you're always closing, always working on getting those commitments and those sales in so that you're not, again, you sitting, twiddling your thumbs, waiting on your clients to get back to you. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. I hope that as you are going through writing your event proposals, that you would consider being coached and mentored by me, Chelsea Curtis at the Party Planner Academy, because it would be my honor and my privilege to be able to give you some of the templates and these tools 
in an online on-demand lesson form where you can become a certified event planner on your own time over at the Party Planner Academy. So if you'll head to the link in the description, I would love to see you there. I do have a free eight-step guide as well that you can check out. And until next time, I will see you all later. Oh, 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 oh,